Driving it home with Patty Vasquez, Patty Vasquez. From global conflicts to greenhouse gases, the folks refusing to wear masks says, and politicians getting caught grabbing asses says, she's driving it home with Patty Vasquez. Ah, who woke up thinking, really? Snow already? It was 70, over 70 degrees last week. It was beautiful, and here we are. Slushy, messy, cold, and it's Chicago, and I love it. (laughs) Uh, Thank you for joining us. We are driving it home until 7 o'clock, taking your calls and uh, inviting you to text us to join the conversation as well. 773-763-9278 is the number to join the conversation. Let me know what's on your mind. What are you thinking about today? Is it the uh, Russians bombing Poland, killing two? Is it uh, the uh, win in Arizona by uh, now Governor-elect Hobbs? Uh, Is it the uh, implosion of, well, is it the scattering, the sort of uh, clamoring for understanding where to go next by the Republican Party? Is it Chicago politics where in City Hall they refused to even hear people uh, who were advocating on behalf of those who do not have a place to live? Um, The mayor was uh, going to have uh, folks decide whether or not we were going to have the option to vote on a ballot measure uh, that would raise uh, taxes on properties that were over a million dollars in order to raise funding to end homelessness in Chicago. They were never able to have a quorum, and therefore it will not be on our ballot in February. So what's on your mind today? 773-763-9278. Coming up a little later, we'll take a little bit of a turn uh, and talk to our, our car guy. we got a car guy, Warren Price. And on a day like today, uh, I think, oh, People should know what to do as we get ready for the winter, uh, how to better take care of their cars uh, in order to have them function properly and environmentally friendly through the winter and beyond. So we'll be talking to Warren Price, one of the sponsors of Driving at Home Till 7 on WCPT with me, Patty Vasquez. We have uh, our friends Kids Above All as our sponsor now. We have European and U.S. Auto. And we have, of course, our flagship sponsor, uh, Manaqua Brewing. And uh, I believe there's some on the way tonight. Uh, when the show ends, I may be able to be popping open a can. Maybe let's see what we got back here. If you watch us on Facebook Live, you can see the entire range of the Manaqua Brewing selection. And you can also go to Patty Vasquez's show page on Facebook to uh, watch the live stream. Join the conversation there. There's a wonderful community uh, of folks who join us all the time. I'm going to miss somebody's name. I know I am, like April and Bridget and Lehman. Uh, I'm, I'm going to miss somebody, so I apologize ahead of time. But join the conversation. Once in a while, we get a troll, and uh, we don't really – sometimes I'll just drop in and say something like, thank you for listening, or thank you for talking about how great the schools are in Chicago and how safe this city truly is. Because all the fear-mongering, where'd that get you? Where'd that get you, guys? Just, I'm just saying – Go ahead and troll. Thank you for boosting my listenership and viewership on Facebook Live. And with that in mind, I would encourage you to switch at some point in the next few minutes or plan ahead when you start to lose the terrestrial signal for WCPT. You can listen to us on TuneIn. I know that can sometimes uh, there's a little bit of a wonky signal. You can watch on Facebook. Uh, you can also watch and listen on, you can listen on heartlandsignal.com. All great places to continue to listen to the show. So let's uh, continue. Let's have our, uh, let's have our first callers, Jim in Chicago. Hey, Jim, what's on your mind, my friend? Hi, Perry. Uh, I, I was just thinking 8 billion people on the planet. 
How many are altruistic and empathetic? If you autopsy these people when they finally shut the mortal coil, and because they can really they can look at a brain and to find it. I, I hope that there. What do you think out of the eight billion people? How many people are altruistic and empathetic? Do you think? Well, the thing is, though, how many people are driven to not be able to worry about others out of you know the the brain going into survival mode for whatever reason? So the altruism in the way at which it might manifest because people have the uh, ability to, whether it's the resources or the the wave like the brain you know the brain space to be able to help people. But yeah, are there people that are hardwired to uh, to be I guess survivalists and aggressors and uh, be drawn to authoritarian sort of leadership. Absolutely. There's a uh, there's a few lectures on YouTube that I've been listening to about the political brain that talks directly to this and how we and we talked about how much more the political brain is is uh, that's uh, you know they that's on the stage. Shakespeare would say we all walk across yeah, the stage. That's true. And, uh, we all we all do our thing on the stage. The thing is, how many people you run across that are really empathetic and altruistic, and they're far and few in between. But the, my point is, we have to drive toward that as a civilization because it's the only way to survive on this planet. And I, I, I would say that Biden. I love Biden because I think he's he embodies all of that, and Pelosi also. But uh, yeah, I'm just getting my fingers crossed that uh, that mm-hmm. we, you know, we we you know, we look at each other and and cherish each other. That's all I can say, Perry. All right, all right, take it, Jim. Hey, Jim. Oh, Jim. Okay. I get where he's coming from as far as being concerned about how we treat each other. Uh, I think that you know we have to continue showing up for the work and and being there for each other. And I and I. Uh, I'm not sure. Jim's Jim's in the fields right now. Jim's got uh, a lot of emotions, but I would say that I am encouraged and bolstered by what I have seen. And and again, I hope that for those who hate listen or you know who uh, contend that they are listening because they want to understand uh, where I'm coming from or where progressives are coming from. And for me, I would I would say you know uh, where I where I was drawn to progressivism, and I think from a, an early age, and it wasn't just because my dad was a Republican, and I, and I knew he had to be wrong, uh, but my I will say, in the vein of what we have seen in the last few years, the way that the Republican Party was heading for decades of, you know, not just because it went from dog whistles of, you know, basically the, the immigrants and the people of color are coming to take your jobs or they're less than the marginalization of people who maybe don't live or look the way you want them to, uh, whether it's people in the LGBTQ plus community, whether it's 
it's women who uh, want to express themselves and have sex. And when that happens and they have a, an unintended pregnancy and they would like to control their lives um, and, and you want you, you find it distasteful. And look, during the campaign, don't don't uh, try and gaslight us with like, no, it was never we never called women sluts. No, there, there were a lot of people who did call women sluts. And and the fact that we disagree on what you know, what an abortion should and can be, I do believe it's health care. And so if that makes you angry and you want to marginalize and control, then that's the direction of what the Republican Party has been doing for decades. And that has been their intent is to control people, control people that are other, that, again, that look different, that live differently. I guess I should use them as as, uh, as adverbs, adjectives, uh, but people who are uh, just are contrary to what you want people to look like. And look, I have wants. I want people, as Jim was just saying about altruism, I want people to be kind. And I find thinking I want people to be kind to each other. Uh, is there a superiority, or superiority complex in saying I want people to be kind as opposed to I want people to be like me and think like me? Uh, because I, I try to be kind. And that's the thing is like I fall down. I, I make mistakes. I, I have a bad day or I'm in a bad mood or I'm in grief or in trauma and, and maybe don't come across the way I would I would prefer. Uh, absolutely. I don't contend to be perfect. And that's the thing about the Republican Party and the messaging is that they seem to have all the answers that we absolutely must control a woman's body, that we absolutely must keep the borders closed, that we absolutely must have access to as many guns as we possibly can. And so do I think that uh, wanting to be kind is a better place? Yeah, I do. That's that's just me. Uh, but I think that uh, I don't know if anyone's seen this video with. Uh, oh, I should see if I can pull it up. I'll have to ask. Uh, oh, I think it's already set up. But I, I don't know if anyone has seen this video with Josh Hawley um, saying that the Republican Party is dead. That uh, driving the, it oh. home. Oops. <laughs> with Patty Hold on. I pushed the wrong button. Is anyone surprised? Really? Just raise your hand if you're not surprised that I pushed the wrong button. <laughs> Push the wrong. I was hitting the wrong keyboard. There's so many things to, to play with in here. But uh, Josh, Ho- Josh Hawley was talking about how the Republican Party is dead, that they're no longer the majority party, that our messaging didn't appeal to people. Really? You think shaking your fist at insurrectionists, at people that were seeking to do harm and overturn a fair and free election, that that was a bad that was bad messaging? Maybe that day should have been when you questioned the direction of your party and your own behavior. I'm just saying. Let's take a break here. 773-763-9278 is in a recall and join our conversation. You're listening to Driving at Home till 7 with me, Patty Vasquez. Thank you to our sponsors, Kids Above All, European and U.S. Auto, and of course, Monaco Brewery. More in a moment after this on the Heartland Signal. You're listening to Driving at Home with Patty Vasquez. In your communities in Chicago. On WCPT 820. Thank you so much for hanging out with us on Driving at Home. We're here till 7 now. And thank you to all of our sponsors. I was talking before the break about, uh, look, I don't, I'm not... 
I want to, I shouldn't gloat, right? It's not, it's not a time to gloat. It's time to work. But there's also enjoying some of the moments along the way. Uh, look, I'm not bathing in Republican tears. I want to be able to work together. This is what I, I, if I wanted anything, it is the ability to work together. And I, and we could, you know, reminisce about whether Tip O'Neill and Ronald Reagan were able to grab a bottle of booze and hammer it out and, 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 you know, kumbaya through, uh, through, hard times, even though uh, I would say a lot of what uh, Ronald Reagan did was pretty devastating and continues to have a negative impact on our lives every single day. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, but I do think that we need some sort of civility, that the other is not the enemy, that we shouldn't feel as though if an election doesn't go the way the Republicans want to, there's going to be a civil war or another insurrection. Or I mean, like the, the language is that they want to get rid of us, that we are, uh, they call us names uh, and, and like lefties and communists and socialists, all intended to be, if we could wipe you out, we would. Right? And I don't, I don't, if I have that tone, please let me know if I have the same tone about Republicans. Tell me if I, if I have used a name about the conservatives that is uh, unfortunate, that is, is as negative as the way they paint us. But here is uh, Josh, Josh Hawley today. Let's see, let me put this. Nope. Hmm. Let me see. Maybe it's this. The Republican Party, is, as we have known it, is dead. And voters have made that clear. And in particular, the folks who did not vote for Republicans in this last election were independent voters, working class independent voters, folks who voted for President Obama uh, once upon a time, folks who then voted for President Trump but stayed home this time. We are not a majority party unless we can appeal to those voters. Did they stay home, though? I mean, I don't know where he's getting that from, but maybe they also did vote and didn't. I think that he's trying to say, like, they used to like Obama, and then they like Trump, and now they like nobody. Ah, I'm going to have to see your sources on that. Show us your homework. Let's see what Dave from Hoffman Estates wants to say. Hi, Dave. How are you doing today? Hey, Patty. They stayed home. I thought that usually when the numbers were down, they would win. Right? Yeah, exactly. Thank you. What a great point. Thank you. I don't know. Just that kind of for the gloating part, I it really, I've not been for that because as bad as we've detested it when they've done it, you know, just kind of give them a lizard eye look, you know, that kind of bother them a little bit more or, or do like uh, my late grandpa one time said at uh you don't need to brag. Others will do it for you. So Correct. I like that. And uh, and that, uh, but for a little hypocrisy, though, what you should have done now, like any time after this Carrie Lake and, uh, and these Republicans that lost, you should have started off the show, you know, with uh, the, the old queen hit, another one bites the dust, you know? <laughs> The, I don't know if I have the rights to play that song. I don't. I, we're, or just, uh, yeah. I, don't you, as long as you get it under 30 seconds, ain't it? You're allowed, but whatever. But, uh, or if uh, Raphael Warnock wins, could also do the We Are the Champions. <laughs> we need to sing it. I think that that's okay because it'll sound so bad. No one will recognize it as the uh, artist. No one. Uh, we be, are know, the champion. See how bad that is. See, I, but, I, but that would be kind of a, that would be a little bit hypocrisy on my part. You know, on one hand, I don't want to gloating, but anywho, but uh, the um, talking about with Trump, you know, supposed announcement tonight that if he's thinking he's going to be, you know, beating beating the uh, the hangman or whatever. Uh, the didn't uh, Mike Pence, former VP Mike Pence. 
Pence have a book supposedly coming out today, too? I think that he well, I know he's doing definitely the media tour, right? Oh, my God. I was listening to on Stephanie Miller this morning, uh, some clips from the 60 Minutes uh, conversation. And he was talking about how, you know, the, the, the interviewer asked, how did you feel when the uh, people were rioting and attacking the Capitol? He's like, I, I felt very uh, I was very disappointed. You're like, oh, my God, they were yeah. coming to hang you. <laughs> like, And your yeah. your boss told them to. What are you talking yeah, and, about? And if it wasn't Nancy Pelosi, that you know, thank God for her, her daughter videoing all of that stuff, doing that documentary. Yeah, when she was telling him to be safe and don't go, whatever, and all of that. Right, and you she's know, a filmmaker. Their, their side, but uh, yeah. She's a filmmaker. Oh, my God. It's all people are like, oh, and she just happened to be being filmed that day by her daughter, who has done docuseries before. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other one I I put down yesterday about where uh, also I read where Mike Pompeo launched the digital ads through his pack and for early voting in the presidential primary states that, you know, where he's thinking they're talking about uh, running against his former boss, Donald Trump. So, you know, he's another one, you know, that. uh, Well, did you also see where General John Kelly said that uh, Donald Trump wanted to uh, target people with by sending the IRS after them, you know, his enemies? And you're like, well, well, how why none of these guys, how do do any of them consider themselves to be patriots at all by wanting yeah. Americans to be the targets of investigations and harassment and possibly, in some instances, not the IRS, but in general, violence. It's ridiculous. Yeah, kind of Nixonian on his part there. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, but, um, yeah, that, um, and then over in Poland with that, with that projectile or the rocket or whatever that was, it, that thing went in the, like, 15, uh. Miles into Poland. 85 missiles that they were launching in yeah. that attack, and it crossed over into the, the Polish uh, area. So, also, it also took a little bit of power out of uh, the... Uh, yes, Moldova. Yep. country. Uh, mm-hmm. Moldova, thank you, yes. Mm-hmm. And that, and, uh, and sadly, too, there was that a grain-drying place, that town. You know, so there you go. It's like bombing, you know, people, they, they need the grain, you know, and... Uh, the um, thank God, though it wasn't. Uh, could you imagine the uh, if it, you know our troops? We got a lot of our troops right around that border too. Yeah, and, yeah, we we could be yeah. in the line of fire very easily, no doubt. Oh yeah, because I remember a few months ago they kept saying that anything, even if it went into the Polish border, that it went inside, that that was an act of war, and they're kind of. Uh, you know, not wanting to do it, obviously, you know, for the obvious reasons for the World War Three, you know, because, uh, but I don't know, they're, they're claiming that they're finding out on the, on the, on the AP and all of this. I, I don't believe that. I mean, <laughs> we got special forces and all of that over there. They could tell you already by the makeup of that bomb, if it was a Russian missile and all of that stuff, you know, they're just, I think they're just kind of dragging their feet a little bit, but, uh, 
Well, and, and I think that it is, it, we, we know that we're in dangerous times. We've been distracted by so much, whether it's the election or our own tragedies here in the United States or, or the, you know, whether we, we are driven by our own pocketbooks in many ways, gas prices and worrying about the cost of things and, and wanting to blame somebody for that. It takes a lot of energy and focus. And, you know, we do need to be reminded that we could at any moment uh, be thrust into a, an even bigger global battle than we would want to be right and like a cynical type of side of me I, like i mentioned to joan I, I hope to god it wasn't a ukrainian that, that lobbed that thing over Ugh. you know cause, to draw people you know, in you mean to draw people into a, a bigger war mm-hmm. yeah you know i hope to god it wasn't nothing like that but the only thing that seems most possible they just said though that they say a russian missile i mean 85 missiles and 15 miles, and that's that's not an overshot there. Right. You know? Yeah. No. No, no, no. That's just throwing crap at the wall and seeing what you, who you can hurt. Yeah. And I just kind of thought it kind of a coincidence, too, if uh, Trump is announcing tonight and all of that. And, is that coming up? Do we, do, do we know when that's happening? I don't want to watch it or listen to it, but I do want to know how it turns out. I, huh? I don't know if it's... I didn't quite hear what time it was going to be, you know, if it was going to be like 5, 6 o'clock or whatever, you know, uh, their time. And I didn't really pay that much attention. And just I figured they'll, they'll come on, you know, on CNN and MSNBC. They'll all be, you know, breaking away for it, you know. Right. Happened, so. But um, anyway, it's just, uh, you know, I'm sure tomorrow morning will be much more interesting about what's happened in Poland. So Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, we will we'll break it down tomorrow as well. I'll be broadcasting from Bourbon and Brass, by the way, in Des Plaines. So I'll be joined by a comedian, Adam Burke, who is originally from Ireland and has lived in other parts of the world, more places than I have. Uh, so I'm sure we'll have a lot to, to discuss tomorrow as well. Okay. All right. Let me clear off so there's others can talk to. Thank you so much, Dave. Have a good night. Have a good night. I'll talk to you later. Take care. You too. Bye now. Bye. Let's take a break here. Ken, I will take your call as soon as we get back and talk about immigration. And if you have anything else on your mind, folks, give me a call. 773-763-9278 is the number to join the conversation. If you have any car questions, we'll be talking to uh, my guy. we got Warren Price coming up at 6 o'clock. More in a moment on Driving at Home till 7 with me, Patty Vasquez on the Heartland Signal. Hi, this is Kirk Bankstead from the Minocqua Brewing Company, and I sell progressive beer like AOC IPA and Bernie Brew, a lovingly irascible Democratic Socialist lager. A percentage of the proceeds of every beer I sell goes to helping keep Wisconsin blue and driving the Trump cult out of our state. Enjoy a great craft beer and help your dysfunctional neighbor to the north get its democracy back. Now available at Arminetti Wine and Spirits in Woodstock, Illinois, and Famous Liquors in Lombard, as well as in Chicago at ANS Wine and Spirits, Back of the Yards, and Grand and Western Liquors, Ukrainian Village. Please drink responsibly. Have you no sense of decency, sir? <laughs> I don't know why I played that one. Let's do this instead. You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820. I have to load more uh, sound uh, material into our board here, but I have to learn how to do that first. We continue our conversation. We're driving it home until 7 o'clock. Joining us now is one of our listeners, Ken in Evanston. Hi, Ken. What's on your mind, my friend? Oh, hey, Patty. Love you. Love your show. Thank um, you. I'm not the enemy you think I am from your screen. <laughs> oh, no, I no. Am calling, yes. I am calling to point out something that nobody talks about. Okay. This, this country was founded on a Judeo-Christian culture. And the immigration movement from 1965 on upward has basically forced us 
to pay for our own destruction of our culture. Now, did you really think that was going to go unnoticed? In what you mean, so you're saying that letting people uh, into the country is in and of itself a destruction of Judeo-Christian values because that's what you believe it was, the intention was, was to perpetuate Christianity. Was it the intention they're of the outbreeding us at our own. They're outbreeding us at our own expense. That's what they're doing. That's the whole point of it. The whole, the whole point of immigration is to outbreed what? Outbreed the current culture at its own expense. So that's the intent. So my mother coming to the United States, her intent is to outbreed you. If you're not willing to assimilate, yes. <laughs> so, okay. Uh, so many things. Yeah, but so what's the definition of assimilation? You come here and you become part of the culture. You don't fly your Mexican flag. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, Why? So, so you're saying that when I wear my because Mexican that's the opposition when, when I declared war on them. when I so when I wear my Mexican flag T-shirt, I am not assimilating. You're declaring war on the current culture by wearing a Mexican flag is a war on your culture because it's a, it goes against what. Okay, so this that, that's the whole. Where, point where does it say that? Do where it? where does it say I do wear my Mexican flag? Why else would you do it? Because I'm proud. I'm proud of where my family has come from, despite the fact that you they be proud of where you are. And try I am. to make them better. I am. Both those things. And you are. I know you are. I yeah. know you are. Yes. Okay. But I'm saying that that, that they're outbreeding us at our own expense, and we're supposed to just... just outbreeding? Outbreeding like what? Like cattle and dogs? We're out here breeding? Outbreeding you? Look at just, the immigrant population. Just, just humping each other to outbreed you? Is that what we're doing? Huh? They're outbreeding us. Yes, they are. Outbreeding. That's, that's, that's not deniable. But but it doesn't. It's just it's so incongruent with the idea. Like the our Constitution and our Declaration of Independence says nothing about like it has to be like this. Basically, what we are establishing are what the rights are. You know, whatever that it means to you, I guess. Nothing says to preserve the culture. Nothing says to perpetuate one race or one religion over another. I mean, so you're saying, but the intent of it was the spirit of it is. Is that you're saying? Don't be surprised when we acknowledge what you're doing. That's all. Okay. Have a great day, Ken. You too. Thank you. What the? F- I, hold on a second. I, I don't want to lose my. I don't want to lose our FCC. <laughs> oh, they're coming out. Look at that. Acknowledge what we do. All right. Outbreeding. Well, I mean, I have. Okay. I can't. I, I, yeah. Of course you're outraged. You should be outraged. I, uh, my, my go to stance is just to laugh at that kind of stuff. But go ahead, Chris. What's on your mind? You know, it just shocks me that white Caucasian people still believe that this is our country. We're I, guests here. Yeah. Indigenous Americans, Native Americans welcomed us here and then we enslaved them and killed millions of them. Yes, you did. And, and yes, we did. Say, hey. Yes. And, and if we really look when the Puritans came over from England and Europe and stuff, they were escaping religious persecution themselves because they didn't want to be told they had to believe in a certain type of Christianity. Yeah. So, you know, they came here for the purpose of... Oh, I just lost... Chris, you're breaking... Oh, look at that. Ken's lighting up the phone lines. I lost you there for a second. Yeah, I, I don't... Uh, I, outbreeding it implies that there's some sort of... Uh, that 
one, it also implies that you should stay with your own and you should stay where you are. And if you're not assimilated, I guess if you're not whitened, if you're not uh, Judeo-Christianed, which, by the way, I don't uh, I, I do not adhere to any one religion, having dabbled in all of them. And yeah, I do mean dabble. I was baptized Mormon. I was confirmed Lutheran and married in the Catholic Church. And I'm good. Uh, I don't uh, if, if it is, is saying outrageous, nasty things like, uh, well, you know, and it's threatening too, like with Ken's tone. And that's why I have to laugh at it, because yeah. that's my way of, of having yeah, a deal. Oh, thank you, Chris. Thanks for being a voice for us. Oh. I appreciate it. Not, just uh, just backstory. I'm Polish, Italian, Ukrainian, so I'm one of those white guys. But I dabbled in all religions myself. I was raised Catholic. I studied Buddhism. I, I did everything and anything underneath. And you have to be educated to be able to make educated decisions and to have a truthfully educated opinion, in my right. opinion. You know, and, and you know what's thank interesting? You, I, of course, thank you, Chris. I'll take some more calls. You know what's interesting is I said I mentioned the Mexican flag. I also wear the Irish flag, but Ken, I'm not bringing you back on the air. You can sit there all you want, but uh, I, I guess also would that be no? Because my I would assume that one more white and adorbs. You know, the Irish they're just so cute with their accents, and they're also Catholic, and they I, the they haven't either assimilated. I mean, like St. Patrick's Day is a huge celebration. Let's see what Roosevelt has to say. Hey, Roosevelt. Those Irish, I guess Ken's out there calling them out on their flags, right? Hi, what's on your mind, Roosevelt? What do you think is on my mind? <laughs> Go at it. That guy, that guy, there couldn't have been a more racist caller than that guy that just called. I know. And, and you know what? And you know what? Tell him to call back so I can set him straight about some things here. Here you go. He's on the air. Here's here's Ken right now. He stayed he stayed on the line. He's right there. Oh, he just left it. Nope, he's not. He's not engaging. He just has the. He has a sound in the background, so it's an echo. Sorry. Did you notice? Did, he, did you notice that he mentioned just the Mexican flag? No. Oh, did, no. I mentioned the Mexican flag. Didn't? Didn't I? I can't remember. No, no, no. He did. He did. He says, "Why do you guys? Why do you fly the Mexican flag?" Oh, he did. Flag, he did you... bring it up first. You're right. Yes. Oh, oh, so, so did you notice that he only mentioned the Mexican flag? Yep. Okay, well, if it wasn't for Mexico, let's not. Oh, hold on, Roosevelt, Roosevelt, let's take a deep breath. Let's take a deep breath. Look, they're flailing. Let me tell you. You go ahead. Everything from Mexico was taken. Yes. There were different countries that were trying to take and take and take because Mexico couldn't defend itself, including the United States. So when you guys want us to speak just English, guess what? Every time you mention Colorado, every time you mention uh, Texas, California, you speak in Spanish. Yes, improperly and incorrectly, because it's uh, Colorado, right. it's Texas, right. it's and California. Yep. Right. Right. The, the oldest language in this country is Spanish. It was St. Augustine in Florida, the Spanish. Yeah. Okay? So, so that's another thing. Another thing is... You just have the Columbus Day, which doesn't have anything to do with uh, uh, Italy. And the Italian flag is flown. Nobody says nothing about that. It's a hijacked holiday, period. Yep. Okay? Okay? Now, you and, and me are of Indian and Spanish or European blood. Correct. I am all those. But, but yes. So, so, the, so the Spaniards just took, took, mm-hmm. 
right? In the name of what? Of exactly what Ken was talking about. In the name of religion. Right. Religion turned it away because they were considered beasts. I'm talking about the Aztecs. I'm talking about the Mayans. I'm talking down in Peru, the Incas. And, there, and there's so many tribes, but I'm not going to mention them. I'm just mentioning the, the, most of them. Now, when Ken says that there are breeders, he forgot to mention the, the part that goes with that, like rat. Because I've heard that, that statement plenty of times in my lifetime. There are breeders. Ken, I, yep. don't let them outbreed you. Go ahead, have 12 children. Have 10 children. <laughs> Outbreeding. You know? that was, like, that was my... That was... <laughs> Reading, like I said, I'm thinking in the 40s, 50s. What's next? White's only uh, water fountains. Yeah, assimilate or die was a tone that Ken was using. By the way, here's another one. This is for Ken. I'm going to school him about something. The reason why Mexicans don't assimilate is because Mexico is next door. Next door. I don't know where Ken Ken came from, but I'm assuming he's European. European, you have to put. Across the whole ocean, the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah. So they, they feel resentment, these guys that call like this guy can. They feel resentment because we keep our culture here. But you, guess what? The American culture, within it. We're for, you know what? When you, when you talk about cowboys, Ken, and they were called vaqueros first before they were cowboys. So that was hijacked too. The cowboy was hijacked. The rodeos, that was hijacked. Yeah, all, all, oh, so a lot of, yes, this culture, There, what, what is the American culture except for a, a, a conglomeration of so many, whether the Irish, yeah, the Polish, the German, the, the Mexicans, the Puerto Rican, yep. And here's another one. We're going to have Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Ken, guess what? And here's a rude awakening. Thanksgiving was with the Spaniards and the Indians first in Florida. In Florida. It wasn't what they painted it out to be, like this turkey and and uh, and uh, and then uh, the um, the Indians got together with the whites and all this pretty pretty picture thing. It wasn't like that, you know. It, right. it started with the. Look it up, research it. Learn oh, I, I don't. Man. I don't think Ken will be doing any research. I I, I don't think that's going to be in the cards. I got to. <laughs> Good. Oh my God. I know. My God. That's why, I mean, look, I, I'm so used to it. I, and look, you and I put up with this since we were kids. And, uh, you know, I've got the microphone and, and Ken, it's it's my world and Ken's just in it, is all I'm saying. Go ahead. Patty, Patty. This is 2022, man. This is not. I, nope. I came here when I, was, when I was a baby. Legally, Ken, I was three months old. I, I didn't have any cho- a choice. My mom brought me over. Okay? Mm hmm. So I wasn't born here. I guess I'm not assimilating if I, if I wear a flag or a jacket with the flag of Mexico. It's the same thing with the language. The reason why we speak Spanish, Mexico is next door. Yep. And you guys took a, a bunch of uh, uh, land from Mexico because they couldn't defend themselves. Yep. It's like what they did with, what they did with Hawaii. And it just took, took, took. Am I wrong? You're not wrong. And, and, and here's another one. This BS about... Everybody came through Ellis Island and New York. That's bull. It's, a lot of people came through Louisiana, New Orleans, because they wouldn't be asking for papers down there. And Canada, right. Mm-hmm. And Canada. Why would they go all around uh, Ellis Island and go through uh, uh, New Orleans? Why would they do that? 
Because they didn't have any papers, Ken. Yep. So not everybody that came here came with papers in hand. This is just so ridiculous. Correct. So ridiculous that you have to hear that on the radio, 2022. But, but I would say this, and, and look, could I have just hung up on him? It's a reminder of why we keep showing up and doing the work. I'm not going to be able to make Ken, you know, change his mind. He's dug in. He's, you know, the, 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 uh, his quote unquote uh, demands for assimilation. You know, look, let him live a lonely life of not being able to progress. And that's why we're here is to make progress. And he's not. Assimilation, I guess, is, is is another word for another word or words for turning your back on your on where you came from. You have to assimilate. In other words, drop all the culture. That's exactly what the Spaniards did in Mexico. Drop your customs, your religion, and dig ours. In other words, we're putting ours. And you better do it, or we're going to kill you. And that's exactly what happened. And that's what he sounded like to me. Yeah, be proud of where you are. Otherwise, or else is what it, is what it sounded like. I'm, I got to run to the break, Roosevelt, and there's a lot of the other people who are hot under the collar, too. Thank you very much. Of course, yeah. Roosevelt. I'm sorry that that was out there, and I'm sorry for anybody who uh, is upset that I, I permitted that. Uh, I have to I process these things maybe differently than others do. So uh, for those of you who are saddened to hear that, uh, I, I do think it's also archival to say, here we are, as Roosevelt just said, in 2022, with the kind of ignorance on display that Ken just showed us. More in a moment on WCPT. We are driving it home. We'll continue taking your calls when we come back on the Heartland Signal. Because facts matter. You're listening to WCPT 820. Listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820. Hey, listeners. The number to the station is 773-763-9278. Don't dare call my number. Yeah, I do have a public number. You want to call me during the show? Call. And if you have a problem with someone else's phone, I heard Roosevelt just fine. And I suspect your problem wasn't just with Roosevelt. It was something else. Don't call. Call. Andy's right there. He, and Andy, if someone calls and wants to chew your ear off, put them right on the air and I'll take care of it there. Do not let someone argue with you about anything. And I will use this airtime the way I want to. And if, and if Roosevelt is upset, Roosevelt's someone who uh, I, I know. And uh, yeah, don't call my phone. <laughs> what the Andy's like, I don't know what just happened. Yeah, that happened. Hey, Steve, what's on your mind, my friend? Oh, Patty, when you let a clown like Ken get more than 30 seconds, I have to call in. Yes, please. Uh, Two points. First of all, whenever somebody says, oh, my God, when you come here, you have to assimilate. I always (laughs) ask, great, what Native American language did your family adopt when they moved to America? Correct. Because the first thing the settlers did was they changed things to the way they wanted it. And that's what settlers do. They change culture and it evolves. So if you are not speaking Cree or Cherokee or Seminole, shut up because you're a hypocrite. Mm-hmm. The second point is, I understand that he's upset that nobody will breed with him. <laughs> but that's not the Mexican's fault. It's because he's a creep and no self-respecting woman would have a child with him. Breeding. I just outbreed. <laughs> It's good. It's like, I mean, like, I guess I'm kind of a schnoodle. I'm a little, I'm kind of smart, but I, I, I got a pretty nasty bark. 
<laughs> I got a little bit of French in me, a little bit of a little German, a little Mexican, a little Spanish, a little Irish, all that stuff. Yeah, <laughs> that was great. I get Th- it. I get it. It's, it's my, it's, this all comes from my Irish side. So. There you go. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate it. Have a good one. Bye bye. Thanks. Hey, Mirna. Oh, Mirna's not going to be happy. Hey, Mirna, how are you doing? I am very happy. Okay. I'm glad, unlike others who are upset that that call came through, I'm glad that it came through because it shows those who are not Hispanic what we have had to deal with. Thank you. From ignorance. Yes. Okay? Yep. It, it needs to be exposed yep. to everybody who has not been a part of that. Yep. Has not been on the receiving end. Mm-hmm. So thank you. I applaud you. And I applaud the caller for making that stupid move of showing his <laughs> lack of intelligence. Yep. I've said before on the show that it, it, racism is due to ignorance of other cultures. Yeah. And like this last caller said, did, did you come here and learn to speak Native American languages? No, you didn't. You didn't assimilate, sir. Your ancestors were butchered by the Native Americans because they did not assimilate right. when they came here. They didn't do that. They came here. But no, they they came here and, and they did things that the Native Americans didn't want to have happen, and they fought back. Just they, exactly. like you they said, brought, they brought their ideals from Europe and wanted to force them on Native Americans. Native Americans wouldn't take it. They stole their land. They stole some of their women, their food, their animals. You call that assimilating? They enslaved them, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And the thing is, you know, you these people who think that way with, oh, my God, they're taking over. They're <laughs> going to be a minority. <laughs> Get, yeah. I have one niece who is German, Irish, uh, French, and Mexican. Mm-hmm. I have another niece who is Chinese, English, and Mexican. I don't understand what the big deal is. They're both intelligent. They're both educated. They're both working. Mm-hmm. They're not freeloaders like people seem to think that, you know, because they're immigrants or par- their parents are immigrants, that they're freeloading. No, they're, they're contributing to society. They're probably paying some of your unemployment or the people who are unemployment because they don't want to work anymore. Um, they're, pro- they're paying taxes to support your school systems. They're here as, you know, part they're kids of immigrants but nobody says anything about that all they're seeing are the ones who they think are not contributing right i've got an example of of assimilation that didn't have to take place my two oldest brothers served during the vietnam war the oldest one he went and enlisted when he turned 18 we lived around the corner from uh uh, center where they would, um, it was a, it, all, of course, it was part of you know, Navy, Army, Marines. They had their office around the corner from us. So my oldest brother enlisted, served four years. The second brother was born in Mexico. He couldn't enlist because he wasn't an American citizen yet. Mm. So the day he turned 18, he went and enlisted, but they told him he couldn't. He had to be a citizen. So that same day, he went downtown and applied for citizenship at 18 on his own mm-hmm. his choice he forced him while other people were fleeing to mexico and to canada to avoid being drafted he enlisted my made his yeah exactly. mm. he retired at 25 years as an officer 
That's amazing. Yeah. You have the damn nerve oh, man. to say that we don't know how to assimilate. You can kiss my ass. Thank you, Mirna. And thank you, you for your brother. No idea. You have no idea what it's like. You have no idea and no right to be criticizing any race, Mexican, whatever they are. I don't care. You have no damn right, sir, unless you have been a part of assimilating the way we have. So please keep calling and showing your ignorance to everybody who listens so that we can all learn and we can stop this trash that you feel is right because it's wrong. Thank well, you, Patty. Well said, Mirna. Thank you. And, th- and thank you for telling us about your brother. Thank you. Have a good night. Thank you. D- deep breaths. Okay. You thank Bye. you, Mirna. Bye. Hey, Mary. How are you doing? Hi, Patty. Oh, Mirna. Now I'm choked up. Yeah. But she did say something, Patty, and I thought about it, too. Um, do not feel bad about letting that guy on because we need to hear it. Yeah. We need to be reminded that these people are still out there. The, to your face. See, he's on the phone. You're never gonna, he's never going to have to interact with you or right. any of us. Yeah. But behind, behind his phone, in his small little apartment, whatever, uh, yeah, uh-huh, he's going to come out here and he's going to say something like that. Let him on. Let him on and, and show everyone they are still out there. And, you know, I was making dinner and... I, you know, I, he came on and I was just like, oh, this, well, where's this going? Yep, me too. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what? Where, what? And then he said, they're going to outbreed us. Yep. Caddy, I was taking a sip of water. Across the counter, the water came out. I'm like, wait, <laughs> what did he just say? Yep. He just said, he said that out loud. I know. He said that out loud. Oh, my thousands goodness. of people. This okay, so this is this is his concern. Okay, they're going to outbreed us. So then he's cool with women's reproductive rights, abortion, right? Yeah. As long as it's not Judeo-Christians, he's cool if blacks, Hispanics, Asians, Jews, Middle Easterns, just not white Christian Judeo people have abortions. He's cool with that. Right? Okay. Yeah. I I doubt that. Right. I highly doubt yeah. that. And, Tandy, I was just thinking, because I'm making dinner, I'm thinking, like, what's going to be on your dinner plate? Okay? Because last <laughs> night I had Mexican. The night before that, I had Italian. I- I'm wondering, what the hell is this guy eating? Is he eating venison? <laughs> I, I, I mean, what the hell is he eating? And what boat did his family come on? I I have never heard such ignorance oh. in my life. Well, that's why Mirna, that's why, I think that's why Mirna and I are on the same page. I know Roosevelt was upset, but, uh, and I know Mirna is too, and I, I, I'm, and it's, here, this is why I got, this is the singular reason I became a stand-up comic. The, Ken and his ilk are the singular reason I have this microphone, was the ignorance that I had to encounter my entire life from the age of five years old. 
booger picking, and he ate his own boogers, Brian. So, Kevin, Ken, I'm sure you ate your own boogers, too. Uh, called uh-huh. me a racist, vile word when I was five years old, and I had to run home and ask my mom what it meant. And I, I just I just knew it, was, it just sounded stupid, and I knew and that... it must have broke her heart. It no, because... Broke. No, she's like, oh. I mean, like, she like she was like, ah, screw them. Like, basically, that was her attitude. And I knew that it was stupid, because this was a kid who ate his boogers or wiped them underneath his desk, and he wanted to be mean to me. And that's how Ken, like, I'm like... <laughs> You're kidding, right? You're an idiot. Look at how much of a moron you are. Booger eating Ken and Brian from in 1976 are the exact they're cut from the exact same cloth and that's why I mean that's it's the only reason I'm a stand-up comic is to point out these kinds of stories I have to run and take more calls Mary I got to get a break here Katie I just want to say one more thing go ahead I am a daughter of two Irish immigrants okay so it may look like we have assimilated not really and we've got our Irish flags out and we're wearing our shamrocks and our Celtic cross and all kinds of other nonsense. Exactly. And I okay. do too. I have my I have my shamrocks, I got my Celtic crosses, I got I have my I, my and Mexican you're flag. wearing your Mexican t-shirt, Katie. I hope to God. I wish yeah. I had it on. Isn't that funny? I saw it in the drawer today and I was like, ah, it's getting a little small on me. Oh, <laughs> so, so All right, I, you go, Patty. I, I, I got to do traffic. Thanks so much, Mary. Have a good night. We'll take more calls when we you come too. back. <laughs> Booger eating Ken. <laughs> more than Moen on WCPT. WCPT eight twenty, Chicago's progressive talk, where facts matter. Hi, this is Kirk Bankstead from the Minocqua Brewing Company, and I sell Choice Hard Seltzer, an all-natural grapefruit-flavored booze that you can enjoy for only 100 calories a can. A percentage of the proceeds of every can of Choice Hard Seltzer you buy goes to reproductive rights organizations in the Chicagoland area. Enjoy a light, refreshing hard seltzer this summer and support reproductive freedom at the same time. Now available at Dino's Cardinal Liquors in Gurney, Illinois, and Sugar Beet Food Co-op in Oak Park, as well as in Chicago at Jarvis Square Tavern, Rogers Park, and Garfield's Beverage Express Wicker Park. Please drink responsibly. You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez on WCPT 820. Ooh, this is exciting. Joining me in the studio is Warren Priest. He's the uh, the owner of European and U.S. Auto Service Car Service. European you hold on. Let me find your Let me find your microphone. There we go. How's that? Is that working? Yeah. Ah, you there sound we go. good. You have a great voice. Hello. We've been doing radio together for what five years now? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. We, we haven't been together for a while. Abyssal. Yeah. A well, little bit. You've been busy. I've been busy. Yeah. And it's good to have you. In, can I, do you mind if I take a few more phone calls about this Ken guy? Uh, yes, I don't mind. But I, I, I heard the beginning, and but, so, I'm interested in hearing some more. Uh, let me just so catch you up, so you're not you don't wonder why I'm saying this. Uh, when I was five years old at Onahan, right down here in Norwood Park, uh, this kid named Brian who would eat his own boogers, pick his nose, and eat them. I mean, catch up. Any and ketchup? sometimes he would put them under the desk, so we, I guess saving them for later. Ooh, okay. uh, called me a word that I can't say on this on the air, and I went home and I asked mom. It was a racist word, and I asked my mom what it meant. And she like just laughed at a five year old was saying this, but he got it from somewhere. And Ken's Adults. tone, and the reason I'm a stand-up comic, the reason I have this microphone, is because of Booger eating Brian and the people along the way. Like this guy, one time when I was going to University of Illinois, I was at McDonald's, like in Rantoul or something. This guy turned around and was going, "Hey, gal, what nationality are you? Cause you look different." And I was like, "Different from what? Not having teeth?" I didn't say that part, but that was the first, <laughs> my first steps towards becoming a stand-up comic, and where we are today. Cause like it, this, Ken is exactly why I'm here. I mean, I don't think you can. No, 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 no. But but Greg has something to say. Hey, Greg, what's on your mind, my friend? Hi, Patty. How are you? 
I'm good. Your phone's a little bit low, and I know we're having audio quality problems. Can you give them a little bit closer? Okay. Can you can you hear? Okay, hold on a minute. I got my headset on. Oh yeah, that happens to me too. Yeah, it's all right. Go ahead. But yeah, that that happens. And Warren, will, you probably have a lot of people who have like the Bluetooth. It's the tent. How was that? How was that, Patty? That's better. That's better. Thank you, Greg. Go ahead. Yes. I, first of all, I want to congratulate you on your two hours because you be bringing me home for real. Oh, oh awesome! So congratulations. Thank you, Greg. Now, and my second, and my second thing, this is to Ken. Hey, Ken, you know what? He's mad because don't nobody want to agree with him. <laughs> I don't blame him. I don't want another Ken in the world. So, so like Herman Cain said, Ken, blame yourself. <laughs> Nobody want to bring another kid in the world, but that's why he did not bring somebody out breathing. Because don't know women want to bring another kid in breathing. The yeah. Well, what about crossbreeding? <laughs> that's what he doesn't want. He doesn't want crossbreeding. Nobody, what about inbreeding? Ding ding ding. That's the thing too. Even the inbreds don't want to breed with kids, so that's the problem. Wow. So nobody want to breed with. So We've got to be careful in the radio station. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I know. But that's all. That's all I wanted to say because as an African American, I hear, I heard, I'm 61 years. I heard racism all my life. I know it when I hear it, and I know it when I see it because it was thrown at me a lot of times in yep. my life. Yep. In my life. I hear you. You know what? It's a shame. It's a shame that people still out here like this. But oh well. This, 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 thank you, Donald Trump. This is what you bought out on us. Correct. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Greg. Have a good evening, and I'm glad that we'll be together till 7 every day. Okay, thank you. Of course, thank you. And we've got uh, Steve from the Gold Coast. Steve, what were your thoughts on that call? Well, uh, two of my favorite people there in the studio. Warren has been servicing my BMWs for about 20 years. Holy cow. (laughs) You know who this is, Warren. Matt. Steve from the Gold Coast. Steve from the Gold Coast. Steve Giovanni. Hold on, let's see. If I, did that, was that enough time? That might have been enough time to get rid oh of it. Oh my God, Steve! I might have been able to get rid of it. Yeah. Uh, great. Yeah. Oh my God. Hi, Steve. How are you? I understand you're coming in for some brake squeaking. <laughs> <laughs> now, now you know how good your car guy. Now you know he's a good guy on top of being a good car guy. I know what's going on. Oh yeah, great. Anybody listening out there is the guy to go to. Really, really is on a serious. Note. Steve, yeah. you're unbelievable. Love it. Thank you very much. In terms of the caller, you know, I mean, this is the same sort of thing we saw a century ago. You know, if you, if you took high school civics or history, you remember seeing those pictures of the Klan marching through uh, our nation's capital in the 1920s. And those people were not just opposed to uh, the people who were of a different color or uh, from parts of the world, but other Europeans. They were, they were opposed to Catholics. They were opposed to people who were Slavs. They were opposed to Jewish people. So this notion about what he, what people like him think a real American is supposed to look like has been fluid for a long time. And now all of a sudden it's amazing that you find people who are actually descended from many of those groups who were discriminated against themselves are now uh, the ones actually building up that sort of thing. Just in case he's listening, within two generations, Hispanic Americans intermarry. So they become part of the American landscape in the same way that Germans did, the Italians did, the Spanish did, everybody else did. And yes, I mean, being an immigrant comes responsibility for that. I'm first generation, but my parents came from another country. Oh, Steve, I'm losing you. I. 
Uh, you got to fix his Bluetooth in his car. <laughs> Are you in the car, Steve? Are you home? No, I'm not in the car. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, uh, in the living room. <laughs> oh, you sound better okay. there. Go by the window. <laughs> Don't jump. <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, it, I think language is one of those things that does link us together because we, we're a country that, co- that originates from so many different places. So we do need one unifying language. But beyond that, we are a stew as a country, and we are entitled to retain parts of our culture. And it makes us all the better and the richer for it as Americans. So this idea that we're all supposed to look alike and act alike and just leave everything that our ancestors gave us, you know, that, that we, wouldn't, uh, we wouldn't be the America that we are without that. What were we founded on? Right. Steve, we were founded on being free immigrants. Well, but also we came over. freedom yeah. from, from oppression yeah. and persecution. Yeah. Yeah. And here we are. Persecuting others, yeah. apparently. Yeah. That, well. that, that's part of the Western liberal tradition that is multiculturalism. You, you don't get to define what we are in a liberal Western democracy in, in terms of some, that this is the right faith or that this is the right group in terms of race or religion or anything along those lines. That's what, what it means to belong to a modern Western liberal democracy. So when people like that call in, apparently they, they never took high school civics. Yeah, exactly. It's There's just no getting around how ignorant that uh, that conversation was. And yet, look at how much we got out of it. I appreciate it. Thank you, Steve. Thank you. Take care. Take care. Steve, have a great day. <laughs> You'll see him soon, apparently. Tomorrow. Look at you. With your... <laughs> I can't believe you did that. By the way, is 872 a Chicagoland area code now? Yeah, there, it's really? a new area Where, code. What, yeah. what part of the city is that? Planet Earth. Oh, yeah. All right. Hey, Matt. We're on till 7 now, Matt. How are you doing? Yeah, you know, I can't believe I'm talking to Patty after this. I just don't know what I'm going to do with myself anymore. Hello, Warren. It's been a grand total of, what, three hours since I've spoken to you? What is That's this? true, yeah. Why, are, yeah. why are you even advertising on my show? My, my listeners already go to your show. <laughs> they already come, but I want more. I know. I want, I'm going to advertise out. more. Yep. Matt, it's good just to see you. To, uh, beat Warren to the punch. Uh it's Matt Fisher, F-I-S-C-H-E-R. Oh, I know. I know how to spell your name. <laughs> yes, I, I'm well aware. You also want to take my mother out on a date, but that's besides the point. So, uh, you know, I got on the radio and I, I got on the call waiting list uh, just after uh, whoever this numbnut was spoke. Uh, I got on just as Myrna was speaking. Um, sir, I'm not really too sure what you said or how you said it or what your tone of voice was, but I can guarantee you just from what I've heard from other people on the show, since you've gotten off the show, you are an idiot. You <laughs> are waiting for this man to say, oh, I'm going to run again. <laughs> well, sir. He is probably going to announce that he's going to run again tonight. And you know what? He's going to lose just like he lost last time. These kids don't even want him to run this time. Nobody really wants this except for you mega morons. And yes, you are at the polls. Yes, you are sitting there watching this vote, trying to intimidate us. Well, I have news for you, you slap nut. It's not working. We're going to outvote you every single time. And if I could call you worse things on the radio without getting Patty in trouble with the FCC, you better believe that I would. But unfortunately, I can't, so you get off very easy. However, I will say that Warren is a fantastic car guy. Thank you, man. Bravo, bravo. 
And I have to tell you, more than anything, I have to tell you more than anything, I don't know what the point of going on after 7 o'clock is, but I will be listening to Patty Vasquez from 5 to 7 every weekday and every day that there's a holiday because Patty does nothing but come and do the show. It's true. So I appreciate that. Thank you. And, Ken, I, I don't wish you harm. No. I really don't. I don't no. wish you harm. I, I don't wish you the permanency of that particular word that I'm not allowed to say on air. Mm-hmm. However, if you were to accidentally fall in a hole and get hurt, I wouldn't be too bad. Have a great day, everyone. You I, as bye, well. Matt. Thank you, my friend. Take bye, care. Bye, Matt. Take care. Bye. Too funny. I, I, I really could have enjoyed all of this. I, uh, and, and, and the thing is, like, by the way, Ken is still on hold for some reason. We Can tried, I talk to him? We tried. No, we tried bringing him back on, and, and uh, we, all we heard was the radio in the background. Uh, Roosevelt wanted. Maybe to talk he fell to asleep. Him. I don't know. I, I, I mean, like, maybe he finished what he needed to do, <laughs> like saying that uh, he arrived at his destination. That's how I used to say ejaculate. Maybe. Whoa, Patty. <laughs> he, he's done. Yeah, he's done. Uh, he, he just needed. He never to, began. He needed to hear us. He needed to. <laughs> Spew that all over the place. <laughs> I'm going to take a break here before I do get in trouble. More. Okay. We've got Warren Price in studio. Uh, and we have a, a Marine that wants to have, share a story with us when we come back in just a moment. Uh, okay. Warren Price is the the CEO and mastermind behind European and U.S. Uh, car, car service. service yeah. Car service. I said you, European and U.S. auto for years. It doesn't matter. because It does it's matter. The, okay. European and U.S. car service. Mm-hmm. Oh, 4080 like North Broadway. Chicago, Illinois, 773-248-1200. Over by there at uh, Belmont and Broadway. No, 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 no. Ah, Irving and Broadway. Thank you for correcting yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Across the street from Michael's, where the pie comes from. Oh, we have pizza from Michael's? Yeah, of course. That place is great. You you know good people. Yep. And I know you, so hopefully that means I'm a good person. You are the cat's meow. Oh, more in a moment. (laughs) We're driving it home till 7. Thanks to our sponsors, Kids Above All, European U.S. Auto Car Service. No, European and... U.S. US Car Service. I feel like we've done this. Take out the sweatshirt and read it. It's too hot. (laughs) European U.S. Car Service over there on Irving and Broadway at 4800 North Broadway. 4840 North Broadway. 40. Uh Uh-huh. 80. 40. 80. Nice. Si. Si, 4880. Norte Norte Broadway. Broadway. Excellent. (laughs) Over there at Irving and Broadway. And, of course, our flagship sponsor, Monaco Brewery. More in a moment on WCPT, the Heartland Signal. On WCPT 820. Uh, We are uh, telling tales in the studio. Joining me is Warren Price from European and U.S. Car Service over there at 4080 North Broadway near Irving Park Road. Uh, Warren, uh, you've seen me do a lot. I mean, like, you've been through a lot with me. With you, yes, yes. absolutely. And I, but I, I imagine you've had quite the illustrious career and a lot of adventures uh, before you even met me. I mean, I, I can't. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Am I that dramatic? I've definitely lived. Yes. And, and you, I'm still living. You told us an amazing thing about Matt, who was just on the phone with us, yes. uh, that you have been, you've known his family. I've for, known his family since uh, the early 80s. Before he was born, I was fixing his father and his mother's car. Uh, they lived uh, about three or four blocks away from my store, and uh, that's where I met him, his dad first, and then his ma. And uh, he came in today just out of the clear blue sky. And I remember when I, we, we were working at another 
organization and we were there, he called in because he listens to you for years. Oh. Patty, he's been listening to you for years. So, oh, you know, I have sweetest. stories, yeah. but you have your own. But uh, <laughs> to say that, tell, tell the story, his mom and dad were great. Oh. And, uh, you know, it was great to take care of him. And now I have to take care of, uh, I've taken care of them, but, but now I'm taking care of him. Yeah. And you've taken care of our family's cars and which, because our cars really empower us, you know, that having a child with a disability, you have yes. made a big difference on our family's ability to get where we need to go get there safely with the kind of space that we need. I mean, when you told oh me. Oh my God, what a great story this is. Yes. Okay. So I was, Patty called me and she said she needed a car and she has a special needs child. So I said to her, oh, I got the perfect thing because she needs to put a wheelchair in it. So I said, I've got this large SUV. <laughs> yeah. So the large SUV, she came over to the shop. I showed her this beautiful, great car. And lo and behold, the wheelchair wouldn't fit in it. So a, a week or so goes by and I call her up and my friend, the dentist, calls mm-hmm. me and he says he wants to get rid of his car. I said, Patty, I got this great Toyota Prius. It's yeah. awesome. It's unbelievable. So uh, it was a 2010. Yeah. Right. The blue, it was it blue or silver? Silver. Silver. And with the bad bumper. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. I uh, so uh, we, I had her come over, and believe it or not, the wheelchair fits in there like perfect. It, it's an amazing car. How many years ago was that, Betty? That was uh, 2016. So you've had that car for six, six years, years, and you still have it. 154,000 miles. I bought and it from Toyota you. And Toyota still runs. Yeah. It's amazing. Oh, I yeah. love, Great love, car. love that car. Because we typically put, we put 10 to 20,000, depends, right? Um, and during the, the pandemic, we didn't drive as much. So I think we've put like 50,000 miles on that car, yeah. and I absolutely, it's, it's my baby. I mean, I should take better care of my baby if it's my baby, but And then you got another Toyota, didn't you? I got a RAV from your yeah. friends over at the... Uh, Chicago Northside Toyota. They're amazing there, too. And, yeah. and uh, I, it, when you mentioned if it was blue, the reason you asked if it was blue or silver was because I kept telling you, I just love blue cars. The ones you have it now. Oh, my God. I love yeah. my car. I hated that. I hated the color of that stupid Honda. I love the Honda Odyssey. The Honda and, and the way it, trouble. But that, that stupid color pissed me off. Every, it made me angry every was single it day. Dark, it was dark blue. No, that car was like a seafoam green. It was the weakest shade of car. It was great because it was It was a great. Dirty. It was a great. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's get uh, Jerry. We have uh, we got Gunny. We got Gary Mason on the line. Hey, is it Gary or Jerry? It's it's Gunny, right? My Gunny. Just put me Gunny. Hey, Gunny. <laughs> well, I'm here to make you laugh a little bit. Oh, wonderful! I like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, in the Marine Corps, when you go into basic boot camp, you're told that you're green or light green. Okay. There's no race. Okay. Excuse me. Uh, so after we graduated from boot camp, we went to our MLS school. And I was sitting with the Southern Marine. At this time, I was a private first class, and he was just a private. And we're sitting there, and they come in, and this doctor has his paper, and he goes up to the private next to me and says, you put in light green. And he looked right at the doctor and says, that's what my drill instructor said. I am. There are only two races. There's dark green and light green. And it says, no, you're white. You're Caucasian. Mm-hmm. And he stood by it and went back. Actually, the gunnery sergeant came in, and he was human. And he's young. And he actually told the doctor, put down light green for crying out loud. It ain't worth it. 
And this guy was on uh, work the UK <laughs> right. for a while. Wow. But that's all I wanted to say. I thought that was kind of cute. That is cute. Two races, aren't, and, and a lot of breeds know this. Right. You know, when you go to boot camp, you know, there's only one color. There's only one color. Green. Yep. And always a Marine. <laughs> that's all we are. Yep, that's all you are. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Gunny. Well, I'm going to let you get back. All right. And, you know, you're always in my prayers. Oh, I appreciate that. I'll try to do an update about Declan soon, okay? Thank you. All right. Thank you. Semper appreciate it. Semper Fi. Thanks. Uh, so one of the reasons I called you today was I was uh, we were the snow was coming down and uh, Steve, my husband, said uh, I bet you I bet you Warren's busy today and I called you <laughs> and you said not so much but I want to know uh, you know what are some of the things as we head into the winter now we've we've been lucky with the warm weather and now we we've been shook into oh the snow is coming how should we prepare our cars that's what Oof. I want I wanted to ask you like what it's simple it's very simple mm-hmm. first you have to want to. Okay, that's a good point. You have to actually exercise the uh, go to go someplace and get your car checked. Okay, you have to want to do that because if you don't want to or you don't make the time, you're going to be in trouble. So get your brakes checked, your tires checked, your uh, fluids. The list. Come on, you go ahead. You got the stage. Yeah, no, but but like the fluids. The worst thing fluids. is the, the windshield wiper fluid. You have to have good wiper blades to wipe the fluid off your windshield from making sure you have the washer solvent in your container. Yeah. You things. don't have that. Your wiper blades, washer solvent, antifreeze, trans fluid, rear differential fluid, power steering fluid, air, <laughs> your tires. You have to check your tires. Tires are very important. Yep. Uh, you have to make sure that uh, when was the last time you had a tune-up? Right. Are you asking me? No, no. Okay. You're asking your car. Yes. Hey, car. When was the last time you had a tune-up? And if you have a sticker in the in the top window, that means that you might have had an oil change and somebody. Put that up there. Right. That doesn't mean that everything was checked. Right. Yeah. Okay. So when your car is up in the air and it's having the oil checked, the technician should check everything underneath your car at one time. Brakes, tie rod ends, ball joints, control arms, everything. Uh, Stabilizer links in the front and the rear. On and on and on. Exhaust, drive shaft. Axles. Uh, let's do, see. Here. Do, you do, all, do you do this at European U.S. Car Service? Yeah, it Excellent. doesn't take long because you guys do like like some major work on cars too. We yeah, well, do like the major paint jobs, major rebuilds. We rebuild cars. Yeah. We have a body shop, and yeah. we do mechanical. Just because if you're not running, you yeah. can't wreck. Yeah. And Warren will go anywhere. And, and the thing is, like, he'll give you his number. And if you have been in an accident, I have uh, over five thousand numbers in my cell phone. Oh my gosh. So when I was just visiting my daughter in Amsterdam, my phone rings. It's a seven hour difference. Oh. I'm asleep, and <laughs> Patty calls me and says, I no. got a problem. No, I'm just kidding. It wasn't you. <laughs> but, I, but I have called like you that. You have called. Yes. You know, you've called at de- weird hours. Yes, I have. Yes. I didn't say I didn't. Yeah. I and, have. you know, I, I respond. There's, what can I do? This is my life, and I'm, I've chose to do it. And the other thing, let's talk about this when we come back, because i got to take a break. i got to do traffic, and I, but I want to talk about what people should do when they have been in an accident and they need to con- contact their insurance company. I have a list. And you, it's right we, here we have, you, in my head. Admit it. My snow story is the best that you've oh ever seen. Oh, my said. God. More after can this. Can we take that <laughs> off of our phones and put it in the on, on TikTok? We should put it on TikTok. Oh, my God. Yes. I should probably do that. We'll send it to you. More in a moment on Driving It Home. Warren Price joins me from European and U.S. Auto a uh, car service, forty eighty North Broadway near Irving Park Road. Ding, More ding, in a ding, moment ding, 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 ding. on the Heartland Signal.
Information is power. Stay informed to know what's going on. Staying informed gives me the power of knowledge. I wake up. I need to know what happened. I turn on the radio. Because information is power. WCPT 820. Where facts matter. Hi, this is Kirk Bankstead from the Minocqua Brewing Company, and I sell progressive beer like AOC IPA and Bernie Brew, a lovingly irascible Democratic Socialist lager. A percentage of the proceeds of every beer I sell goes to helping keep Wisconsin blue and driving the Trump cult out of our state. Enjoy a great craft beer and help your dysfunctional neighbor to the north get its democracy back. Now available at Arminetti Wine and Spirits in Woodstock, Illinois, and Famous Liquors in Lombard, as well as in Chicago at A&S Wine and Spirits, Back of the Yards, and Grand Western Liquors, Ukrainian Village. Please drink responsibly. You're listening to Driving It Home with Patty Vasquez. In your communities in Chicago. On WCPT 820. We are in studio with uh, Warren Price, the owner of European and U.S. Car Service at 4080 North Broadway, right over by there at Irving Park Road. Jerry's in the studio, and I just showed him the video of the day I called you, and I said, you're not going to believe, Warren, what just happened to me and Niles. Steve and I were, uh, we were looking for a new toilet. <laughs> Literally. And you found one. Yeah. We found the crapper. You found the toilet maker. Yeah. We were on um, we were on um, Harlem and we were at Harlem and Oakton and we, we we realized we had passed the like bathroom supply place and we were gonna make a we were gonna turn around in a Seven Eleven uh, parking lot and uh, Steve was pulling out we were in the Honda Odyssey and uh, he sees this truck moving and it's covered in snow like six it's inches covered. in snow the hood the roof everything and Steve's like is that car moving towards us it was behind us and Steve's like I think that car's gonna hit us. And Steve can't go anywhere. There's a car in front of us turning back onto Oakton. And uh, the car, oh, no, it was Milwaukee in Oakton. And the car whacks us. And I get out of the car, and the guy was such a jerk. I was like, what, why'd you drive? I'm like, I, I'm out what there wanting doing? answers. Driving blind. He was driving blind. <laughs> I'm out there. I want answers. Like, with Ken, I'm like, what, what are you talking? Like, what is this? Patty, you don't get answers from fools. I know. So let's talk about clearing off your car first. Cleaning, cleaning off your car? Everything. Everything. Well, it, it, you want to know everything? Well, first of all, if it's snowing. Yeah. And it's not like today. Right. Today was not even... Today was a tease. This is baby play. Baby, baby, baby play. It, it, the snow hit the cement, it melted. The snow yes. hit the grass, it stayed for a while. Yes. No big deal. But it, when it really, really, really snows, the first thing you have to do is try and open your car, so you your door. So you go around the door... Clean that off so mm-hmm. you know. You have to know if you can access your car. What if the door is frozen? Yes. What How happens? are you going to get in? What do you do? You clean off the area, and then you turn around, and you put your butt in the door, and you lean on it to break the weather-stripping seal that's rubber that's now frozen. What? Yeah, just a little weight moves the seal. Bounce your butt off the door? Yeah, just okay. a little bit. Just that's a sound bite, by the way, To Andy. push it in. Bounce your butt off the door. Go ahead. But it, and then you can open the door. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, clean the whole car off. Make sure you scrape the windshield. Okay. And you clean the wiper blade. Because if you're not going to have a clean blade, you're going to streak. Do you see people leaving at night? They put their windshield wipers up. Right away. Up in the air? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's a good that's, idea. Then. That's a decent play. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. Have you seen some of these chemicals that people have for, like, you know, de-icing and stuff like yes. that? Like, is Some it, of it works. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. Anything to sell. You know, I mean, products are made to be bought and sold. Sure. You know. Give it a whack. I wish I invented them. <laughs> well, because I, I think in the 80s I had a car, let's call it a Volkswagen uh, Rabbit. Um, that was true. That was yeah, a Rabbit. Yeah. I had a, Without I loved, ears. I love my Rabbit. Uh, but it would, the, the locks would freeze. I couldn't, because we didn't have fobs. So. Well, you'd also pull the handle and it, it would, nothing would happen. <gasps> so plastic. Yeah. Plastic. Cheap. Yeah. 
they're bad. But people, it's better now with fobs. What do you think about preheating your, like the remote start on a car? Remote starts are okay. Uh, the the key fob program is is okay. It's easy to steal cars. Okay. How about this for a scenario? You walk away from your car. You you leave it open. You walk up on your car. Someone's sitting in it. You walk up to the car. You say, "Excuse me, that's my car." He pushes the button in the car because you're close enough with the key fob. He can in drive it. it. He starts the car and drives away. So key fobs, the new invention is wonderful. It's great. It's technology in the future. It's okay. Yeah. You know, I like yeah. a key, but to say the least. Yeah. I, I And I tried that tonight because, well, the battery was low on our fob, and I, I pulled the key out. And the toy, on the RAV? On the, on the RAV. But, you uh, got to just change the battery inside it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, too. That's the other thing about the wintertime. Keep your batteries, your fluids, keep everything up to date. Let's yeah. go back to that. Yes. So if you're going to be smart, you're going to get your car checked before it really gets frigid down the road, like, let's say, December 1st. You don't know what's going to happen because we live in Chicago. And uh, we're going to have bad weather when it wants to come, and you're yes. not going to be prepared, but you better be prepared. So make sure your battery's checked. Not just checked, make sure that someone took off the cable and put it back on after they cleaned the posts. Because underneath that cable clamp, sometimes there's corrosion. You can't see it. It's a lot of stuff to, to manage. It's easy. It takes, doesn't take a long time. It's, a, it's not a big repair. It's just maintenance. you got to maintain your car. So that's what I, I suggest for that. Oil, okay. battery, brakes, fluids, wiper blades. So here's my other question now. Since when I called you that day with the accident, uh-huh. you were my go-between for my insurance company with State Farm. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and and you sent them the video. You were like, you got to see this. I saw it. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was blown away. Yeah. And well, you sent it to the agent as well. Uh-huh. So, yes, I did. So tell us a little bit about making those the insurance claims, too. Well, first and, of all, if you're in an accident, what you're going to do at the accident scene is you have to immediately just walk out of the car. Don't even talk to the person who hit you unless you want to say, are you okay? I'm okay, unless you're not okay. But make sure you take a picture of the license plate. Okay. You have a camera? Take a picture of the license plate. You have to have some kind of documentation. Next thing you ask for is can you have a copy of his driver's license and insurance card. Take a picture of it. If they don't want to give it to you, you have to be kind and nice and say, please, let's get nice. Let's not go through all this. Please, you know, right. take a picture of the person. Can you say this is why we have insurance? Yeah. So other people deal with if this. If you don't have insurance, please tell me now and we can go on our merry way. I'll get a hold of the police and you can get a ticket for not having insurance. Right. And, and can, you, can you say I'll call the police because you won't give me proof of insurance? Yeah. Oh. I was going to ask that next. What one of the situations that you do call the police because you should call the police. First of all, you have, you have to see if the person's going to be kind enough to go to a police station because the police are not going to come out to an accident scene unless the car is not drivable right. and there's injuries. And if they're blocking traffic as well, I imagine. Blocking right. traffic, absolutely. Yep. So those are the ways that the police come because they're not going to respond fast either. Right. The police department is very thin right now with personnel. Yep. Yep. So that hurts uh, the public. Do you remember, it does, do you remember uh, when I got driven, almost driven into a, the cement barrier on the Kennedy? Someone yes. Side side. It was so weird because you always think, you just don't think it's going to be you. It's never going to be. It just has is the victim uh, or the target of road rage. I was on the Kennedy going down to Zaney's, and uh, I was in the far left lane. And I and I have jokes about this. Like I, I get it. Sometimes I'm not doing ninety miles an hour, and so I'm in someone's way. And so this person was on top of me, 
and I was and I tried speeding up to like I'm like oh okay I'll if you need me to go faster I started going faster and it wasn't enough and sometimes they, it's never enough and they whipped around and they sideswiped me and took off like it was and, and is this happening more with like people stealing cars or just are you seeing <sighs> any of this or well with, money's tough okay so who's got insurance then let's say money's tough again and then who's got good insurance right so you can have people that have some substandard insurance companies that don't even care but they have coverage just so they don't get sued or someone else pays the the claim they don't care about their own cars so they have liability they walk away from the accident here's my name and number and they cause wrecks they cause wrecks they cause wrecks and they keep keep on going yeah you know, wow. uh, it, it's strange right now. Uh, issues today on the street are very rough. One thing is do not get into a confrontation. If you feel something's going south, go north. Well, uh, leave. Yeah. And that was my that was so because my instinct, even though I'm, um, you know, I'm a, at the time I was like a 45 year old woman. I'm like, oh, I'm going. after. No them. matter how tough you are. Do, do not, not. Yeah. I know. do not get into a confrontation. It's not don't, worth it. Don't follow them. Like, what, do you, what am I going to do on the Kennedy at 70 miles an hour trying to take a picture of a car that's fleeing? You're not. No. No. Now you want to talk about stolen cars? Sure. They're getting stolen everywhere, but there's not as much uh, as far as I see is uh, carjacking, but there's auto shops that are getting broken into. Really? And cars are being stolen out of there. Wow. Yeah. Are you having any of these issues? I can't talk about right, something then. like that that well, happened already. Well, let me ask you this. <laughs> I, I called you about my catalytic converter. Why can't the car companies make that out of a different material? Like, why, I mean, like, or the, the parts company. Why, why, why are we still making out of something? I, this uh, is crazy. Because the insurance companies have to want them to. Why they were made with such expensive metal is beyond me. Because there are devices that can be put into the vehicle that are functional. Yeah. And practical. Yeah. And will work at a much less value. And uh, waiting, there's back orders on these things. Yeah, I know. I did a, a catalytic converter, two of them, on a vehicle that the claim was $9,000. Yep. I would assume that yours came into somewhere between fifteen dollars and $2,200. Uh, yeah, but they said that we were lucky because uh, the sensor, the oxygen sensor, was, was not... Was was still intact? Lucky. Yes, that's it what they saved, said. Save money. They said it would have been about five thousand yeah. dollars had it been uh, the rest of the system. You're lucky. Yeah, I mean, and like I know they're selling like cages for it. Like I, Steve's there idea. are cages, and there's these uh, uh, protectors. They're flat metal uh, shields that go underneath the car. And the Prius has a pretty low body. The frame is like you got to be. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. The thief. All they need to do is have a small jack that jacks up in seconds. They use what they call a sawzall. <sighs> And count. Ready? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. Oh, that's it. Second side. Is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, 11, 12, 13. All right. And then they go away. It so, doesn't take so but a minute or seconds, two. Yeah. A minute or two, they're gone. Wow. Jacked up, gone. Goodbye. And if you, I mean, and, and the, the good news, uh, unfortunately, but bad news for the insurance companies, so their prices will go up. It's not It's not that our our uh, premiums will go up. It's a, well, they well, will. Our premiums are going up. Yeah, they're going to go up. They're not going to stop. How, yeah. how can they? How can they not? Everything's going up. I know. Yeah. Well, it, but this but this seems like a no-brainer of fix it now. Have better material for this. Have material that isn't going to be stolen. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I true, truly believe cars are never going to stop being stolen. Right. 
But the turnover of merchandise on them is less, right? Because there's better tracking devices, and people don't, you know, there's parts that are marked, right? Well, there was a point where I remember my mom's airbags were stolen. I mean, so that was a big thing for a while. Is that still a thing? Are yeah. airbags? Jeez. Well, a set of airbags on a car could cost three thousand dollars. Jeez, three so, grand now. So a thief steals them, he sells them for six, seven, eight hundred dollars to someone who's going to use them, and they sell them for. Yeah. Used for $2,700, cheaper than than new. Again, have good insurance. Don't confront somebody. Don't try to stop them. Get Be a safe. picture. Don't even talk to the person. Just take a picture of their license plate. Yeah. Take a picture of the damage of their vehicle. Take a picture of yours and then have a conversation. Yeah. All that stuff. And so quickly, when, very so, quickly. So if, if someone's coming in to have their, let's say their, their winter inspection at your shop, um, they can just drop off? No. And, no. No, we need to know they're coming. Oh, because I, I need I need to be able to accommodate uh, them. I, I meant I meant they can make an appointment. And yes, off. they can call seven seven three two four eight one two zero zero and talk to one of the staff, and they'll make an appointment for them to come in. Tell it tell us that number again seven seven three two four eight one two zero zero. And if you make an appointment, you can come in and then grab a maybe some pizza at Michael's across the street. Oh yeah, if it's lunchtime. Yeah, um, or walk down to Klein's and get a cup of coffee. There you go. Yeah. It's there's, a, it's a wonderful of, area. It's a nice little area. It's really coming along. It's growing. Do you still have that uh, used bike shop across the street? Ron is the best. Oh, my God. That guy's great. Yeah. He's, man, he's on vacation this week. It's a great shop. Yeah. He's, he's, got, he's great. He's got used bikes. He fixes bikes. It's a wonderful shop. In the summertime, he has two relatives that come up from New Orleans to work with him. Really? Yeah. They're, uh, they're great. I love your block. Yeah. It's you got, fun. Yeah, good people over there. Yeah. Will you come back and hang out with me next month? Duh. Well, thank you as uh, yeah. our new sponsor of Driving at Home Till 7 with me, Patty Vasquez. My pleasure. Uh, anything else we want to talk about before we go? I uh, just want to say hello to everybody. Hello. Wait, wait oh, Lily's, Lily's in California. Claire's in Amsterdam. Hi, Kim. Hi, Sarah. Hi, uh, everybody else. What Hi, Jody. The, Hi, everyone else. What is, uh, so first of all, let me talk about Amsterdam for a moment. So you went to, you took your daughter, well, your da- one daughter's studying there. She's uh, got a uh, uh, study abroad in Amsterdam for a, a semester. She comes home on December 23rd. How fun. Yeah. And um, Lily's at the Pitzer in Claremont, California. Right. And uh, she flew in to spend time, and then I flew in with Kim, and we had a great time out there. It was, I, I mean, I couldn't believe how diverse and wonderful Amsterdam is. Are, are people is. assimilated? Uh, no, they're not. <laughs> actually, they're 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 whatever they want to be. Yeah. It's an open, beautiful, wonderful country. Like a freedom. It's like, free. I mean, they're so nice there. It was great. That's too fun. And so I, I, I've been to, I've never been to Amsterdam. Uh, I've been to Copenhagen and obviously very different areas. But uh, it is, it's important to travel and, and get to know people and, and understand different cultures. I haven't been to Europe in, God, forever. A long time. I've never been there. Uh, I, I, I need to travel more. Yeah. And what are the girls, uh, have they decided what they're studying yet? Uh, Claire is doing psychology, Ooh. and Lily's going to change the planet with uh, her environmental studies. Oh, and is she giving? Does she ever talk to you about the cars? And she called up and said, "I shouldn't drink water here, and oh, I should no. buy bottled water." She said, "But she what about reads- the plastic?" This is so confusing. I don't know. I, I'm listening to my daughter. What can I tell you? You know, she, she's so telling me. What about she's the, the one who's doing the studying. She, what about the oceans? 
Did she, did she tell you what to do with the bottles after you're done drinking the... Throw the, them in the lake, she said. No. No, I'm just kidding. No. I need more information about your daughter telling you to drink bottled water. I mean, I'm not surprised. Well, she so said... Even, no, she didn't say bottled. She said get a product uh-huh. that'll filter the water. Okay, so good filter. A good filter. Which I, we, I mean, you know, don't you already do that? Uh, no. All right, then. Yeah, okay. Well, I've, Let's I, get you in line for that. Yeah, so yes. I'm, I'm going to use the 40 cases of water that I got during the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, gosh, yes. Hey, I didn't know. I got toilet paper. I got everything I needed, you know, you know, to take care of myself and the rest of the family, you know, sisters, family, wife, you know. Yeah, uh, you're a provider. Stuff like that. Yeah, why not? Why not? Help, help the family. So she says don't drink the water. Until, don't well, drink the water. Okay, so not bottled water, but filtered water. Fil- get filtered water. I do have to tell you something I just saw on TikTok. Uh, the folks are, put, are using the... These uh, filters, like the uh, Brita filters, uh, to filter vodka. Apparently, you can take well vodka, meaning the well is the cheap vodka that bartenders just have on the rail, uh-huh. and uh, and it apparently uh, really makes it taste so much better. Which really? I had never thought of that. And someone did it with rumble mints. I don't know why you would want to. Like, I, there's no. I, <laughs> I'm going to try it with a coffee filter. I don't know about that. I think it's got to be the filter. I don't know why I'm telling you the story, but I was fascinated. Well, I like vodka. Well, also <laughs> there you go, and also because I think you need a TikTok channel, or at the very least, we need to find a place to put this video of the guy with the snow on his windshield. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've been told to do TikTok for other things, like yeah. making my chopped liver. Uh, I'm sorry. You're, I thought we were going to say like car stuff. You no, make chopped liver? No, cooking. I'm a, I'm a great cook. Why chopped liver? It's a family thing. Is it? What, what, why? Chopped liver? Holidays. What, what am I, chopped liver? What is am I, chopped liver? Because mine's the best in the world. Is it with onions? Is it Onions. Liver, chicken livers. Oh, gosh. Schmaltz, eggs. Schmaltz is rendered chicken fat. Oh, gosh. This is a lot. I oh, it's so good. I did not know this It's was better the second or third day. I mean, I'm glad you bring me pizza. It gets in there, you know? Because <laughs> <laughs> my dad was a big liver and onions guy. Liver and onions and mayo awesome. and rye. With I, mayonnaise I, I on rye. I love liver and onions. Oh, God. Oh, okay. I can't. I can't with that. Come on. That's Warren Price from uh, European and U.S. Car Service at 4080 North Broadway, right over by there on Irving Park Road. And uh, we look forward to having... What's, what about the website? Uh, the website's europeanus.com. European U.S.? European and U.S.? No, europeanus.com. And then... It's a story. <laughs> it's a story. You can see why I'm confused. Everything's different. Okay, no, EuropeanUS.com. US, EuropeanUS.com. And uh, Warren will join us again as our regular sponsor. And thank you very much for that. Thank uh, you very much. Home. Let's take a break here. We'll wrap it up in just a moment. i got to clean everything out of the studio because there's people coming in after me. More in a moment. And we'll say goodnight. Thank you. January 6, 2021, followers of Trump and something called QAnon attempted a coup at the United States Capitol. Who are these people? I want to live with the QAnon girl. I could be happy the rest of my life with a QAnon girl. Believer of theory, she leans to the right. She never gets weary of being gullible and... Wow, what an evening. Uh, thank you, Andy, uh, who is filling in for Lady B tonight. Uh, that was quite the evening. I, I wasn't sure which direction we were going to go in, and sometimes uh, a, a caller will determine how 45 minutes are spent. And uh, so thank you, everyone who called in to share their stories, their outrage at ignorance and intolerance of those who think that uh, uh, people like my mom or uh, people from other countries or other religious backgrounds are just here to out. Read whatever culture it is you think is here. Uh, here's the good news. Uh, here's President Biden's Trump. Uh, Bi- Bi- President Biden's uh, 
post on Twitter on uh, on Friday. We lost fewer seats in the House of Representatives than any Democratic president's first midterm election in at least 40 years. And we had the best midterm midterms for governors since 1986. The American people have spoken. And even Republicans are starting to see that this is complete chaos. It is not tenable to be hateful, to be violent, to be intolerant. And uh, and this, this is looking good. And it's also a reminder that we have to keep showing up and doing the work and following through on our promises of making sure that families have what they need, whether it's staying in their homes, having access to health care, having wages that not that aren't just livable wages, but wages that help us not just survive, but also thrive. And uh, the things are looking good, but it means that we have a lot of work ahead of us and we have to show our work. That's the important part. Show our work. We've said it. We're doing it. We have to keep doing it and we have to follow through. It's like, it's like baseball. You got to follow through on that swing. Uh, we, we're not here to bunt. We're not here to just make contact. We're here to drive it home. So thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, I'm Patty Vasquez. It's a pleasure. Thank you to our sponsors. Kids above all, Thank you to Warren Price from European and U.S. Car Service at 4080 North Broadway over by there on Irving Park Road. And thank you to Manaqua Brewing. Uh, Andy, I'm going to leave it with a uh, commercial from uh, Manaqua Brewing and then take it away for whatever you need to do next. And uh, Devil's Advocate's up next with Mike Crute. Have a great night. And, of course, Rick Smith up later. And you know the whole, you know the station. This is Kirk Bankstead from the Manaqua Brewing Company, and I sell Choice Hard Seltzer, an all-natural grapefruit-flavored booze that you can enjoy for only 100 calories a can. A percentage of the proceeds of every can of Choice Hard Seltzer you buy goes to reproductive rights organizations in the Chicagoland area. Enjoy a light, refreshing hard seltzer this summer and support reproductive freedom at the same time. Now available at Dino's Cardinal Liquors in Gurney, Illinois, and Sugar Beet Food Co-op in Oak Park, as well as in Chicago at Jarvis Square Tavern, Rogers Park, and Garfield's Beverage Express Wicker Park. Please drink responsibly.